Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I am super excited to share this interview with you today. Today, I am interviewing Jeff Donaldson, who is a teacher, husband, and father to three, who also happens to be my brother-in-law. He's going to talk a lot today about his journey into running from being a non-runner and what his experience was like, what he learned, and how if you are a non-runner, you should get started like yesterday. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. You guys are going to love it. Let's take a listen. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, I am really excited to kind of tell your story and share your story because you were one of my not okay so you know we have our og group and then we have the soulmates 2.0 who came through and you were one of the first people that i kind of had initially you know kind of begged to start this program and so to see where you started and how far you've come i just really 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 wanted to give you an opportunity to share your story and to kind of tell us how it's been for you along the way so um I'm just really glad that you're here. So thanks for coming today. Thanks for having me. Um, so why don't we start by you just kind of telling me a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of go on your story with the how this all got started with running. Sure. Um, so for those who don't know, I am uh, Tina's brother-in-law. I am married to her oldest sister, Daisha, um, and I am 42 years old. I am a teacher in southwestern Pennsylvania. I have three sons, and I, um, I consider myself active, not in the sense of working out and running and lifting uh, regularly. Um, I, I kind of felt like for the longest time, the exercise that I did get was from playing with the boys, you know, whether it's outside passing football um, or basketball or what have you um but i was uh not what you would think of as a uh prototypical runner when this first started i was pretty much whatever you imagine that being i was the exact opposite um <laughs> i was for lack of better terms pretty stagnant um you know i i liked sports i liked being active but i also had my limitations and um before i joined on with this group i was at my highest weight um i was over 300 pounds and i just felt like garbage um 
physically, mentally, uh, emotionally. It just, I was at one of my, uh, what you would call a low point. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny how this kind of, I guess you could say, fell into my lap with joining up with you and your, your program. Um, but, you know, looking back now, I, I kind of refer to it as a godsend because it happened at the time when I probably needed it the most, even if I didn't want to admit that I needed it the most. Um, so do you want me to get into the story of how I joined? I do love this story because I remember that I was, when this, when I had this idea that I wanted to basically turn non-runners into runners, I had convinced, you know, Cameron and Carrie and Mike, like I had convinced them to take on this training plan. But then I had this whole, after watching them, I realized that they had struggled in the very beginning of getting started. I kind of threw them into a 5K training plan and it was it was really hard. So I wanted to create the program to kind of to prepare them for that. And, and I was looking for a group of people to try this out for me, like basically like test this out and see if it works. And I had a couple of people kind of volunteer to do it, but I really did. This this story is so good because I came to you it, just literally on a whim, I remember, and, and kind of said like, um, Jeff, will you be a runner? Like, will you try running? Again, knowing that running wasn't something that you had done or we you know we had joked about it for years. I've been telling people my whole life to run and it was kind of, I feel like you would say th things like about like the zombie apocalypse, like, you know, the game over, things like that. Like I'm not running or I'm running if someone's chasing me kind of thing. But so it was never, I never actually thought that you would say yes. But mm -hmm. I remember that day because, and I think Mike and I talk about this too, because I said, you know, Jeff, will you do this program? And you literally, I don't know if you thought about it for a couple of minutes, I can't remember specifically, but it was okay. Sure, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, did he just say he would do it? And Mike's like, I think he said he would do it. And before we knew it, you were downstairs, shoes on, you had your headband on, you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and you went um, out for day one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's crazy because it, it does feel like yesterday. Um, but that really was it. I When you first told me, I had to laugh because I remember, I think over the summer we were down visiting and I remember you and, and Cammie and Carrie talking about this running program and I assumed that it was for women. So I never really asked about it. So I thought, okay, that's cool. It's a run club for women. All right. And then when you asked me, I remember one of the first things I said was, I thought it was just for women. And you had said, no, Mike's in it. Well, as soon as I heard Mike was in it, I was thought, well, yeah, I have to do if Mike's in it. Because um, <laughs> you know how much he hated running. He, oh, I did. I did. And I thought running. if she could get him turned on to running, then maybe there's hope for me yet. And um, I think when I first agreed to it, I went in with no expectations. I thought, you know, if she can get me to enjoy running, to a point where I get a little bit of exercise and feel better, cool. But I didn't really have goals at first. I didn't really, I didn't come out of the gate and say, I'm running a 5K, I'm running a 10K. I'm, I, I, that just was like, you know what? 
I'm going to support a family member. You know, maybe I could get something out of it. Let's give it a shot. So, which that might have been part of the reason why I stuck with it and that I had success with it is because I, my whole life, I tended to overwhelm myself. Anytime I wanted to start something new, I automatically started self-sabotaging it and getting my excuses ready. Um, it was like a gunslinger with my, my uh, guns on my hip, which were my lie or my excuses rather, mm-hmm. um, just as my, I guess you could say defense mechanism, but yeah, you know, I, 42 years, I, I, I got pretty good at having excuses for everything. What were they out of curiosity? Like what was a common one that you would tell yourself? Uh, in terms of running or anything exercise wise, um, the first one was because I was so big. You know, I I think at my highest weight and, you know, before I wouldn't have ever even imagined saying this to anybody because I was embarrassed. Um, but at my highest weight, I think I weighed in at 317 pounds and my body felt like what I would imagine a 60 or 70 year old would feel like. And I thought, dude, you're 42. You shouldn't be feeling like this. So um, that was probably my biggest one. But another big one for me was that I was, and again, this is another one that I wouldn't typically throw out there, but you know, until I acknowledge it, I'm not gonna be able to overcome it. Um, I was a smoker for most of my life. I had smoked for over 20 years. And this uh, probably about two weeks ago, um, the beginning of December was my two year anniversary that I quit smoking. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I I just feel like everything started falling into place. You know, I I, I got off smoking. Um, Yeah, I I started to acknowledge that, dude, you got a problem, you know, you're getting older and you're not, you know, you got to take care of yourself. You know, I have three sons at home. I have a wife that depends on me. And I just, I wasn't happy, but what scared me even more than not being happy was the fact that I almost felt content. And you know, my wife, Daisha pointed that out at one point. She's like, you're okay with where you're at. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, oh my God, I am. And that I think was one of the biggest factors of, dude, you got to do this. You, you got to follow through with something because, you know, most of my life, it was so easy just to give up and I'm not getting any younger. So not only do I need to do this for me and, and my health, but, you know, to set a better example for my children. So like whenever this opportunity came up, when all those excuses started popping in your head, like what do you think it was that made you say like, you know, that wasn't going to be an excuse anymore? Or did you just kind of ignore it? Like not listen to the sound and just go to see what happened? Or did you kind of like have the realization then? Like at what point do you feel like you said, this isn't what I want? Was it before you started or maybe after you had already gotten started? I would say probably after I had gotten started because I feel like those first couple runs, I thought, you know, this isn't bad. Um, 
but I found myself getting excuses ready. And for once I finally recognized that and I realized that, you know, that was my MO. That's what I always did. And I thought, you know what? I have to give this a fair shot. I cannot go in, you know, with one foot in the water on this one. I have to jump in and see how far I could go with this. And, and do you think, well, I mean, I know that we started at, I think, was it 20 seconds or your first job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we did 20 seconds, I think, of jogging and five minutes of walking and repeated that mm -hmm. four times was day one. Um, and do you think that when you, I remember that, I mean, you literally came down that day, shoes, headband, like, let's go. I remember <laughs> we all kind of went and I remember putting AJ in charge of the timer, like, okay, AJ, like you're in charge of your dad's timer. And we all kind of did it together. Um, and then that must have been when you were like, okay, I can do that. And then the next workout was 25 seconds. And I think it was 25 and still walking five in between. And so do you feel like this, the slower like buildup was helpful too? Because it was kind of like, like you said, so many people, and I'm sure you are one of them. Like if you start a new workout routine or you do something new, you kind of go, you know, all in and all of a sudden it's overwhelming. You feel like you're drowning. Like I can't keep up. I'm too sore. I'm too tired. Like, do you think part of it was that you were able to allow yourself, give yourself permission to like go slow and, and kind of increase it. So it didn't feel so overwhelming. Absolutely. Um, to this day, I think that that is probably one of the two main reasons why I stuck with it was because it was so doable at first. And not only that, but it was very nice and progressive. I never felt overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. uh, I never looked at a run, you know, and think, I can't do that. Um, I know there were some runs where, uh, as we started building up through the 5k program, where I would see that long run at the end of the week. And I'm thinking, Oh man, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but, um, never to the point where I thought, yeah, I can't do this. Uh, so definitely the, the progression through it, um, was huge for me because, you know, I, like I said, I was already looking for reasons to say, ah, oh, I couldn't do it. Oh, too much for me. Yeah, it's not going to work. It never was too much, you know? And I think that's the beauty of the program is that you set it up so it doesn't feel like that, so that it is almost natural or organic the way it progressed. I do feel like, and that was the gift that you all gave me by by doing that kind of beginner program was to, to allow me to figure that out. Because if you remember, we got you guys to week three of the prep. And then we were going into week four and kind of everyone's like hitting their brakes like well hold on tina i'm not quite ready for that and so we were able to add an additional week so you guys gave that gift of being able to to ease into it but i mean it is it's still challenging like you've had to dig deep and especially as we've continued and do you want to share like at this point we haven't really you know announced what distance you are at right now. Why don't you tell, you know, everybody listening where you are running, like where you're running this past weekend and then where you'll be in two weeks. Because it's kind of mind blowing for them to probably realize where you're, what you're talking about starting from and to where you are now. And it's only been a couple of months. Sure, absolutely. Um, this past Sunday, I, my long run 
was five miles. And, you know, saying that now, it just seems like, yeah, it's five miles, but you know, I have to stop and remind myself, hey, dude, it's five that's miles. five miles. Yeah. And that's not your and first one. No, it's crazy. Um, I remember doing my first five miler with you um, for Thanksgiving break. We came down and uh, had a chance to run with you and Mike and uh, Cammie and Carrie, which was awesome um, in Charlottesville, which uh, <laughs> like I wrote in, I think the post then was, you know, I remember them talking about the hills in Seaville. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, they, there's hills there. Um, mm -hmm. Was- Yes, hills is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they felt like mountains, but- um, Yes. But it was awesome to be able to check that off my list that, you know, dude, that was an AK yeah. and, and I did it. And, you know, yeah, it was so nice to have the support there with me while I ran it. And, um, when I went to run this five miles, uh, this past Sunday, it wasn't the back of my head. Like you realize you're alone for this one, right? You know, you're not going to have your, your coach or your, hype squad with you and you know it, it sat back there but once I got moving like it was fine I felt like you know you, you don't really feel like you're alone because you know I'm in my head already thinking all right uh where are you going to take your picture yeah <laughs> what are you going to say in your post you know? you know yes and so what Jeff is talking about for anyone listening who might not be sure um, we do in our groups, we have a private Facebook group and we have they have to post selfies of their runs and a post about how their run went. It's just part of the accountability piece. We have three posts a week and um, it's funny because I've gotten a lot of flack, never from Jeff. Jeff never complains about the selfie part, but a lot of people will say like, I hate selfies. But there is something about being able to see each other doing like the act of the workout. Like I just don't think posting the words like my run is done gives the same effect as like that sweaty picture of like we get to see where you were we get to see you know how you look like we get to see i don't know it just feels like you're part of it and so yeah there's that that piece that you always think about like where am i going to take my picture or what am i going to say in my post and so that's funny that you mentioned that you were thinking about yeah. it on your run uh it, it's funny because i you know i try to bring a little sense of humor to the group i try to bring um you know a little fun competitive nature and when I see people, you know, post but not put a picture, I don't know if it's the competitive part of me. I don't know if it's the teacher in me, but in my head I hear, oh, no picture, no credit. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. Yes. Um, <laughs> that is funny. So I usually don't I comment see you for that. Saying that. I was like, hey, if you can't put a picture up, I'm not gonna put a comment. <laughs> Which I know I get annoying, but um, <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't accept the I, the excuse or the reason. Um, I don't like to take selfies. And really, everybody tries that once. Like, they say, like, I hate selfies. And then I quickly tell them, like, well, too bad. But I think everybody kind of grows to appreciate them. Yeah. I, and I really just think that it wouldn't be the same without it. So Absolutely. And you know what? I, I think that being able to see the selfies of people all sweaty and exhausted makes us feel good because we're like, hey, I'm not the only one sweating my butt off out here. I'm not the only one that, you know, right. looks like I just you know, 
got out of bed or got stung by seven bees. Yes. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. You know, um, you have been so consistent, Jeff. Like showing up, you have you have been so unwavering. Like you have n never missed a run. We do three workouts a week. You've never missed a run. You've never missed a post. You've never like nothing has knocked you off course. And I've never seen you so determined to really. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's my next question is like, where do you see this going? Because like you, I feel like you're a freight train. Like you, and we all have kind of said that, like it's so inspiring to see where you've come from. Somebody who has never run, who never really had an interest in running. We, we kind of joked about it, like I said, and then you, you agreeing to try this out. And then from that point on, like something clicked and you just, you have shown up every single week for everything and we do joke like <laughs> whenever I go live in the groups Jeff will hurry up and type on there first because it's a running <laughs> joke right like Jeff's trying to be yeah. star student and it really he just wants to show up for you just want to show up for yourself I think that's yeah. what it is like you just want to commit as far as you can commit because you really want to go all in on this mm -hmm. and so I guess my question would be like where do you see this going or what do you see like what, what what's your final destination or what are your ultimate goals or maybe you don't even know yet i know a little um but i think that it could go further than kind of where i've put the flag in the ground to where i want to reach um you know obviously coming up 10k would be um the next milestone in Wait, two weeks, by the way, I don't know if weeks, we said that. Yeah. In two weeks, you're two running weeks. ten. Yeah, you're running six point two miles. Yeah, crazy. Um, but I kind of always thought, once I saw that I ran a five k and survived, um, I thought, you know, okay, ten k. And then as we're getting closer to ten k, I thought, you know what, a half marathon would be awesome. Um, yeah. Because I, yeah, you know, I, I, I wasn't running at all. And to be able to say that I ran, you know, over 13 miles is, you know, it still seems like a, a long ways off. But, but the 5K felt a long ways off, right? It, it, it really did. Um, and, you know, I thought, I think I could do this. You know, I, I, I have the support system with you guys. I have the, the schedule. I have the workout. I have everything I need to be able to do it. Now I just got to make it happen. So, you know, I, I'm doing this ultimately for me, but that isn't the only reason, you know, I'm doing it for my family. I'm, I feel like I'm doing it for you guys too. Um, because I have you know, put all my chips in on this program because I believe in it that much because I'm going through it and I'm doing it, which yeah. still kind of crazy um so you know you guys have gotten me this far i'm sure it's heck not going to stop now so as of right now half marathon is um it's kind of my everest you know which a 5k was yes i remember you saying that <laughs> which i mean that just goes to show though how crazy like you know yeah. what we're capable of just you know, following the steps, but we're, right now in two weeks, you're going to be at the halfway of a, a half marathon. You're going to be about, yeah. about halfway to a half marathon in two weeks, which is kind of mind blowing. It is. It's itself. nuts. Um, it's funny because in terms of the running from, you know, where I started and where I'm at now, 
I remember when I started and ran through the the prep me and then through the 5k course um I really needed to kind of pump myself up for it I had to motivate myself for my runs um I had a really good uh playlist mm-hmm. that had a little Rocky Four soundtrack had a little skillet had a little you know some some stuff to like I listen to it and it gets me pumped up and I remember at that point hearing people say, oh, yeah, I listened to a podcast while I ran. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> I tried it once, and I thought, this is not getting me pumped up. What is what is wrong with these people that listen to podcasts? So um, I was always a motivational playlist for me. But then, like, once I hit my 5K and we went more from – timed runs to distance runs I kind of revisited the whole podcast thing and now that's all I listen to when I run because I feel like you know I'm going out there running for longer distances and half hour podcast 45 minute an hour podcast right fits perfect yeah you know I I listen to um your running podcast when I run uh I'll throw on a little uh Jay Shetty um is amazing and he does interviews with um certain people i listened to one the other day with matthew mcconaughey which you know who would ever thought first thing you think of is that rom-com guy you know uh and dude is so insightful and had such good messages that you know that's my new motivation you know went from you know head banging metal to um quotes and yes Honestly, Um, that's how I got into, you know, this whole running business because I feel like when you're running in itself, your mind just kind of goes like, you know, there are definitely days when you're thinking about like the miles are ticking, like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to get there kind of thing. But there are also days whenever your mind starts to like solve the problems of the world and come up with all of your ideas. And then suddenly you can start listening to podcasts that align with you know, you and wanting to change your life and motivate yourself. And, you know, you can listen to those and you feel like you're just, I don't know, like you're open to the universe during that time. Like you're out there in the elements, your body's moving, your mind is open and you're, you're kind of just like really engulfing yourself in whatever it is that you are having an interest in. And I bet for you, even that the idea of listening to a podcast while on a run is like a milestone almost because you, you stopped going through like the can I suffer through these minutes to like (laughs) yeah this is tough but I'm just kind of cruising and you've learned how to control your body and how to control your effort level and so it's probably for you feels like a whole new milestone to be able to do that yeah versus having to just block out all of the the breathing and stuff with your music oh absolutely absolutely and um I know we talked before about uh kind of finding that sweet spot yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm able to do that now. And like you said, that's when I can really lock in and just, I don't want to say escape, but let my mind go to whether it's the podcast I'm listening to or thinking about, you know, what's coming up this week, um, what I can do to um, make improvements to any aspect of my life. Um, and, you know, getting back to what you had asked the uh, beginning of the question there um i'm I, i'm proud that i haven't missed any runs but more so than that 
the probably the biggest reason I haven't missed them is not to you know be able to say oh I've never missed a run. Um, it's because missing a run scares me because I am terrified that once it starts with one run, one run becomes two, becomes four, becomes six. And that has been my downfall with a lot of things in life. Once you start cutting corners, even just the slightest bit, um, it can really snowball. And, you know, I know there are a lot of people that can do that. And, you know, yeah, I'm a little jealous of them. That's awesome that they have that uh, willpower. I don't. Um, so I have to really make myself go and do it. And it's not that I have a an internal battle to run because I enjoy it. It is kind of my break. It's my chance to just kind of unwind, de-stress. Um, so it's not like I have to push myself out the door. It's just some days are harder than others. Uh -huh. you know, had a long day at work or, you know, you got this going on. Um, you got stuff, you know, chores at home are stacking up. So you, you need to go and do your part there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's almost more of a fear factor for me because I don't want it to be the start of why I quit. Do you think that, I don't think that's uncommon and I can relate to that on a lot of levels. Um, it's one of the reasons I love the three day a week idea because I, I always joke around and say, but for real, like you can quit four days of the week and who cares? Like you can still meet your goals as long as you show up for those three days a week. Um, and I, again, I can relate to what you're saying, but do you think that it's something where the longer you do this, like there will be a point when you stop seeing yourself as the person who quits and you start seeing yourself as the person who sticks to things when you want to, like, do you feel like that can happen for you? Because I almost, this is now like the coach of me wanting to come out. I almost feel tempted to make you miss a run just to prove to yourself <laughs> that it's okay and that you can 100% keep going like that doesn't have to define you know you being off track and again I can relate to that but do you think that the longer you do this two things one the more you'll you'll like it and start to feel like I do it for enjoyment and two mm -hmm. like wow I really am the guy who you know I I'm not a quitter anymore like it's just not me anymore do you think that's possible I I do and I I, I already see that as not just a possibility, but you know, a goal that I'm I'm trying to reach for, uh, and I feel like I get closer to that person every single run. Mm -hmm. After every run, run, I feel like you know, I, you just took another step closer to that guy, and that guy's getting closer. Um, you know, when I started, the guy was miles away, and now I feel, uh, you know, I've I've never been a confident person. Um, you know, I, I've tried to act confident. Um, I, I don't know if you want to say put on a show, but you know, deep down inside, I had very, very little self-esteem, um, very little motivation. Um, you know, I don't want to say I was my own worst critic, but you know, I, I was hard on myself, and I shied away from things because I didn't want to fail at them. So rather than try and fail, it was easier for me just to not even bother. Right. 
I think that's common. I don't think that, I think yeah. that that is common. I think that this is going to resonate. You sharing that is going to resonate with a lot of people. And several people even that just signed up for this program have said that to me. Like, I, Tina, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you, but I'm going to tell you now, like, I'm a, basically like I'm a quitter. Like I am, I don't know if I can handle another quit because it hurts too bad to quit, but mm -hmm. I'm going to go, like, it was a lot, it was so much more about like being afraid to quit than it was about being afraid of the work. And I feel like you sharing that, like people will really resonate with that, mm. that just because it hurts so bad. It hurt, quitting yeah. hurts so bad, like you're so hard on yourself to quit. Mm. And so I, and, I thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you, and and I hope so. It's, you know, with like a lot of things, if, if it could help one person, then, you know, it was worth it. And I know how much I appreciate all the help that I've gotten so far and you know, I just, I want to try and pay it forward. Um, you know, I, anytime some of the runners that have joined your program after me, um, I kind of feel like it's an unwritten obligation that, you know what, it's your turn to kind of pay it forward and, and help them out. So anytime anyone signs up after, um, it, it really does become a community. It's yeah. crazy. It, it really is. <laughs> well, and yeah. we say community and Mike says it's a cult. And <laughs> <laughs> he might be right, but I also joke and call us like the most codependent running group ever because we really are such a team. I do think there's something mm -hmm. to going through this journey with a group of people. Like you, ha you had a group of people with you on the same workouts as you. And it, it was a group of people who were at the time at least non-runners and doing these uncomfortable things. And you guys have gotten so close because of it. And now I know not everyone will continue at your rate and wanna go as far as you go, but there's still like this connection to each other where we, I don't know, like I just feel like we've kind of gone through something together. So I can appreciate mm -hmm. that. I do, I do feel like we are this community and I know that you and your words and you being on the hype squad for the, the the next group like they have really looked up to you and that's got to feel good too like they've looked people are looking at you and saying like show me the way like like i i've seen you turn into a runner from somebody who didn't run and i want to do that too so show me the way and that's gonna feel yeah. good to be that person now it really does um i know i was going through pictures on my phone the other day and i saw a picture of um me with jason and isabel who are yeah. in what would that be 3.0 yes <laughs> yeah soulmates um, 3.0 yes the group after 3.0 yeah so looking back yeah you know, i'm thinking you know that wasn't that long ago but man it felt like so long ago because here they are they're in soulmates for life with me now yeah you know and i remember just trying to like answer questions and help them to right. get through the 5k program they blew through the 5k program and now they're moving on with us. So it's it's crazy. Um, I had to laugh this morning. I was here at uh, at work, and you know, there's I have a couple coworkers now that are in this running program, which is awesome. But I had another one came up and said, "So you did that uh, like couch to 5K, didn't you?" And I'm thinking, "Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> yes." They're like, well, tell me about it. I said, yeah, you know, so I, I give them the lowdown and I say it legitimately is, you know, at least in my case, couch to 5K. I went from, you know, stagnant, sitting around, nothing to being a runner. 
like a legit runner, Jeff. Like you yeah. ran five miles several times and you're running six <laughs> miles in two, a week and a half, actually. You're running yeah. 6.2 miles and then you've already like made the decision that you're going to see what, like how far can I go? Like how yeah. crazy. Hey, my, one of my main goals is I want that sticker for the back of my van. It says <laughs> Yeah. stop until I get my sticker, you know, and then yes. maybe I'll go for the 26.2. I know maybe, it's in there. You know? there. I don't see anything stopping you now. I will say like, well, two things that I want to, I do want to ask you about. One of them is like your body, obviously going from non-running to running, your body goes through some transitions and you get, you get some aches and pains naturally. Mm -hmm. And you in the beginning and probably now sometimes have had some, your knee has bothered you. Isn't that yeah. what it, wasn't it your knee? Yep. So can you tell, like, just talk a little bit about that? Because one of the things that I think happens is, you know, you had the fear of, or I'm sorry, you called it the excuse, but like the fear of like, I can't, my body's not going to be able to do this. So why even try? But can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, kind of what your body has gone through from starting to now and how you're kind of handling that to, to keep going and to sure. basically push off that excuse, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that was a big fear of mine was because I always had knee problems before, you know, even getting into this. Um, and I'm, I'm not delusional. I know that it's because I was so big and um that scared me because i thought you know are my knees going to be able to handle this and building them up every run they got a little stronger a little stronger now i still ice both knees after every run uh even to this day it's become a part of my routine but they have gotten stronger and i know um i think one of the podcasts that you did that really hit home for me and I think a lot of people is that it's this is not about losing weight it can't be if you're mm -hmm. gonna have success with this and uh, sustain this it, that can't be your motive and for me it wasn't because I ran a little bit in high school I lifted a little bit in college but all of that working out I did I call it like pre-40 um, was vanity mm -hmm. it was to look better you know, to be more attractive, um, you know, things like that. But it's like that AD and BC time lapse. Once you hit 40, um, for me especially, this was never about looking better. This was never about losing weight. Once I broke 40, it was all about health and getting healthier and feeling better. Um, I, I haven't let this be about looking better now since doing this yeah my clothes fit better now um you know stuff that was a little snugs a little looser and that's awesome um but that can't be my number one drive for this and it isn't um because in all honesty you know, when i do jump on the scale you know i lost some initially when I first started, but I've kind of like hit a baseline where I'm almost weighing the same that I did at one point, but how is that possible? I'm thinking, my first thought was this scale's a piece of crap. <laughs> the scale is right. Um, I've tried batteries, guess what? It's not the scale, but I know that I'm building more muscle now. Um, 
I, I see it, I feel it in my legs. So I don't care what that scale says. That number is irrelevant. That mm -hmm. nothing to do with it. Um, you know, I feel better. Uh, my clothes fit a little bit looser. That's good enough for me. Yeah. It, it can't be about that. And know? I do feel like I, I agree with that 100%. And I had to learn that, I feel like, kind of the hard way because I think a lot of people get into this, even in from our groups, to be honest. I think a lot of people joined for that reason. Like, I want to lose weight. It's just everybody's driving force because we all, you know, want to lose weight, society, all of the things. Um, but I think that something changes along the way. Like we talk about it a lot in the groups. Like we kind of really like, I really drive it home because it's so important to put, to get rid of that now. So I guess like to kind of clarify that, you know, you, t people will lose weight running. Like you can't not yeah. lose, you can't run and not lose weight. And I think that if, if you did want to lose weight, and you you set that aside and you do get into your running routine and you feel like you know you you're in it for all the right reasons and you discover your love for it and it becomes part of your routine and then you want to maybe adjust eating habits after that to try to get results you want that's fine like but it can't be for the running portion and i think like that's where probably i know i have quit and failed before and maybe for you too that might have been one of the the reasons that you did quit too like well this sucks because not only do i have to work out i have to limit my eating and if i'm going to eat this brownie then what's the point of working out and then it's just <laughs> throw it out the window yeah so yeah. how refreshing to not have to relate food to your runs and to let it just be yeah. good yeah and you know i i've never tied diet into this um I've made better choices along the way, but it wasn't to, you know, try and lose a couple of pounds. It was, there were some runs that I went on where I didn't kind of prep my body for those runs. I, you know, maybe didn't eat all that great or didn't drink enough water. And I felt it when I was running. So that next time I, you know, before I reach for another can of pop or go to grab a donut, I think to myself, how is this going to affect my next run? And I have found myself making better choices because of that. And do you also think your choices, your better choices may have been too, because you felt better? Like you just liked yourself more? Like yeah, I feel like yeah. you wanted to be kinder to your body and put better things in it just because you, you're like, wow, my body's pretty cool. Like look what it can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I, it did. Um, I, again, I, I don't want to sabotage this and that would be one way to sabotage it by like you said putting the wrong fuel into your car you know it's only going to respond how you treat it so um and that's another reason why i was never a stretcher before <laughs> um but guilty yeah you know, the longer the runs go the more my calves are burning my thighs are tight and so i've tied that into my routine where i stretch before the run and i stretch at the run before i even leave like if i go down to the river i stretch out at the picnic table i run i come back i stretch out at the picnic table i won't let myself get in the car until i've stretched you're uh, good for you jeff i'm yeah, still terrible you. at that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i'm not supposed get, to say that more, but i'm honest yeah the older you get, the more it becomes, you know, it actually becomes a little less optional. Yeah. Story, uh, at least if you want your body to 
be nice to you? No, I think it's great. I think you're right. I think I I do more, I do it now more because you all always always ask me about stretching. So I'm like, oh, I guess I better start stretching. Yeah. But <laughs> so I'm very proud of you for doing that. But I do Thank think you. though, like in the beginning, I kind of joke and I'm like, well, stretch when you need to. But I think we just in the beginning at least keeping it as simple as possible and just stretching kind of when you can because yeah. just my goal is always not to let it be overwhelming but stretching is important and i'm very proud of you for oh thank you very proud of you for getting that in yeah thank you um i know something else i wanted to hit on was a reoccurring theme with us and all the groups that go through uh and it still kind of resonates with me is I want to say, what was it, week three or week four of the 5K program that was always kind of like that over the hill week. Oh, yeah, uh, week four. Really hard week. Yeah. And, um, you know, at that point, I was, when I hit that in my running, it was still, I don't want to say summer, but it was, it sure felt like it. Um, and I tried doing some daytime runs, which, you know, anybody who knows me, I'm more of a night guy uh, <laughs> with my runs. Yeah. And started because of that. But I remember, I think it was week three, my last run of week three, I, for the first and last time since I started this program, um, that run is the run where I doubted myself. And I really thought, I can't do this. Like, my body's not going to allow me. And, you know, it was an afternoon run. Uh, so it was hotter than I was used to. Um, and just, it, it was one of those runs where nothing was going right. You know, my feet hurt, my legs hurt. I just wasn't there in the right mindset. And I was already in my head telling myself I gave up. And I was disappointed in myself. And I thought, wow, you know, I thought by now I would be getting to a point where it would be getting easier. And um, that was a hard run for me. And I walked away from that run feeling defeated and questioning a lot. And I know it was Cammie that we had been talking with that, you know, she said she kind of went through the same thing where, yep kept thinking, where's that point where this gets yep. easy? <laughs> and, you know, when the heck we've been doing this Yes. And I always remember that whenever I start getting to a place like that, because um, I saw a quote not too long ago. And, you know, I'm a huge quote person. I love quotes. They, you know, I have pictures upon pictures on my phone of quotes. And one that I go to whenever I feel like that is, it says, uh, it doesn't get easier, you get better. Mm -hmm. And that is one that I've tied into this where, you know, not to scare any of the newer runners, but if you're waiting for a chance or a time where it's gonna get easier, it's not coming. You know, the way this program is set up, it, it progressively gets you stronger and farther. And um, so, <laughs> don't keep looking for the golden ticket because you're not going to find it but you do get better you get stronger physically you get stronger mentally and confidence is 
through the roof the further you go. So, you know, it, it's not going to get easier, but you will get better and you will overcome those challenges. And I remember both of those talks with both groups. And you're right, Cameron was the first one to say to me, when does this get easier? Because I've been running now for, you know, eight weeks and this doesn't feel easy. And I'm like, oh, never. It's not supposed to because you guys are climbing the mountain, right? Like you're still trying to reach those bigger goals. And while you're on that, you know, training plan and you're trying to, you know, go up the incline, it's not going to get easier. But if you're, I think, it was, I think it was your group. I, I said to you, I gave you a challenge of going out, or maybe it was the group after you. I told them to go out and do their first workout again that they did the very first time. Like, well, go out and run for 20 seconds and walk for five minutes and then tell me how easy it is because that would surely be easy for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but as, as long as you're trying to reach those next goals, like it's not going to get easy. Um, but all of the things that you've done in the past, like those are easy now. Could you imagine, yes. Jeff, if I had told you, like, go do an eight by two what was it like eight by two, eight minutes of running, two minutes of walking and do it four times or whatever it was, or three times. And I think it was three times and go do that and see how easy it is. You'd be like, that's it. Like just that, yeah. like, oh, okay. Because yeah. that would be easy for you now. But at the time right. that was like, oh my gosh, is she trying to kill us? <laughs> I remember you know? when I put that, the eight minutes and the nine minutes up there, on our Zoom meetings, and I put that up, and everyone's like, "Jesus, we're going, yeah. we're going to nine minutes. What?" And now you're running ready for to, out an hour. Yeah, I was ready to stop at the school and grab a defibrillator just in case. <laughs> but this might be the one. Yep. And now look it's, at it's it. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Gosh, this is such a good conversation. So I do have two more questions for you. One of them mm -hmm. is, who do you think like? what what person do you think this conversation will resonate with the most like if you had to describe like the ideal person who is you like who are who are you who are you who will this reach like who who's that person who's sitting there wondering if they should try this or thinking they can't do it or thinking it will be too hard like who is that person hopefully it's that person that has doubted themselves for just for too long um it's that person that has had tastes very small taste of success but then you know gave up because you know that's been one of the few things in my life that I've been consistent with is giving up I've I'm, I'm great at starting stuff and it's the follow-through that was always my Achilles heel and uh, hopefully I reach out to those people that you know have not been very active physically because that was me. Um, I was the person that was over 300 pounds, former smoker that thought there's no way I could run. It's just not physically possible. It's scientifically possible, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And um, yeah, that's why I, when I started, I, I didn't allow myself to set goals at first because I didn't want to just set something up for me to fail at again. So I went into this cautiously timid, maybe I guess you can say, um, but you would be amazed at what you can actually accomplish. And I think that's the person that I, that hopefully hears this and says, 
maybe he's right. Maybe, you know, he did it. And, you know, maybe I can give it a shot too. You know, maybe it's not too late because, you know, that was another thing that went through my head was you're already 42, dude. That ship has sailed and it didn't, it doesn't have to be that way. So hopefully it, it, it gives a little hope to someone who needs to hear it because it absolutely is possible. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm proof of that because, you know, look where I started. I started from either where you're at or even further from where you're at now. So give yourself more credit than you do because you, it deserves it. And I, there is no doubt in my mind that you will reach people that people will say because of this, like, I'm going to give it a try. And so I guess my next question is if you were to talk to them now, so some people may hear this and either, you know, maybe they're in the program or they're getting ready to start the program or they will reach out and say like, I want like, sign me up. How do I become a part of that program? But there will also be people who aren't. And so for those who are kind of maybe trying this on their own or even who are thinking about the program, can you can you just say, like, what would your advice to them be? Like, what were the most important things, do you think, for them to consider when starting? I guess I hope I'm asking this the right way. Like, what things are, were the, have been the most important to you along the way? Like, was it the accountability or like what what is the most important the most important things that kind of got, that have kept you coming back and kept you going? I'd say three things kind of flash in front of me that um, were a key for me. Um, the first one being one that I kind of already hit at was set attainable goals. Don't swing for defenses right off the bat. All right, don't go out there and try and run a mile right off the bat because it doesn't work like that. Um, so getting yourself a progressive doable plan is definitely, at least for me, that was the number one thing, um, was setting myself up to be able to succeed. And that's what the the plans were. You know, whenever I got them, I thought, all right, I could do this. It is going to challenge me a little bit, but, you know, it's, it's not going to scare me off. So you definitely want to set yourself up to be able to succeed. Um, the second one is definitely accountability. Um, that was always something that I never had. Um, for the first 40 some years of my life. Um, it was never my fault. You know, I never took accountability for my choices, my actions. And it's not that, you know, with our group that people, they're not going to shame you. They're not going to make you feel like garbage because you didn't do this. That's it's not that at all. It's just where you feel like you're part of something bigger than you and you want to contribute. You want to pull your weight. You want to help others that are having trouble pull their weight. So the accountability is definitely um, 
paramount for this. It, it helps me um, stay true to myself and want to help other people. Um, and then the last thing, which kind of coincides with the accountability is the support that our group brings. I obviously, whenever, you know, I do a five mile run, I'm proud of myself and like, I'm excited to tell other people, but I want to hear how other people are doing too. You know, we're, we're all in this together and seeing posts of, you know, Hey, I had a rough day, but I got my run in on my lunch break. That's awesome because I couldn't, I wouldn't even think about trying to do a, a run on my lunch break. Um, or, you know, Hey, I didn't make it outside today. I got tied up with this, but I went down and ran on my treadmill at 11 o'clock at night. Rock on. Right. <laughs> now you, you. I will agree away. to that. Yeah. So it's, it's almost uplifting to see what everyone else is accomplishing also. And you're not the only one busting your butt here. You know, we're all in this and we are proud of each other. We're motivating each other. We're helping each other. And, you know, every run is a team win. You know, it yeah. really is. Like somehow we took an individual sport and we made it into a team sport, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I yeah, feel whether like. Whether it's codependent or not. Yes. It feels pretty darn good. Yes. I, I feel like. I, for me, and hearing you tell those stories, because I know exactly who you're talking about with those mm -hmm. posts, and they motivate me as well. And I, I feel like we don't realize when we are by ourselves doing something, like if we were even on a training plan by ourselves, we don't realize that other people are doing the same thing, but they're just as uncomfortable and their life yep. is just as busy and things are just as inconvenient for them. So from the outside, if you just saw someone running, it might be like, oh, must be nice because you know, this, this, and this. But in all honesty, when you're in the group and you're seeing like moms of new babies running after they get the kids to bed at 11 p.m. or moms, like one mom who gets up before the sun rises to run before the kids <laughs> wake up or like a, someone who's like you said is working and traveling and going out on their lunch break or whatever it is you realize like we're all kind of in you know fighting against the same circumstances we just we're making a choice we're agreeing to make a yep. choice to say I'm going to show up for me even though it's inconvenient even though these times are weird even though it's not going to be ideal I'm going to show up and you feel like well your teammates are showing up in all of their discomfort and when times are hard so I'm going to show up and yeah. I will say like, even though you guys call me the coach, which kind of makes me laugh, but I know that that's my role. I still get motivated by you guys who are posting and, and seeing like, wow, look, they're getting uncomfortable. They're like for you, for instance, you were like the first one to get out there in the cold and like in the cold, in the dark, getting the runs in and like no questions asked. Like I'm going, I'm doing this, I'm tough. I am so much stronger than I thought I was. And it's okay to be a little uncomfortable and it's totally worth it. So I, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think that people, new runners or current runners need to hear that. So when they start to get down on themselves or believe that, that life is happening to them and they can't find a way to make it work for them, like that's for everybody in one sense or another. Yeah. What We may have different challenges, but we've all got something we're working around or working through or processing. And you know, you just, not that it makes, you know, 
not that you have to make it fit, but if you want to make it fit, it is possible. And here are the ways you can do that. So I'm really glad you mentioned that because I think that's Absolutely. motivating for people too. Yeah. And that's something that I, I, I always come back to is something we talked about earlier is, you know, it's, it's not about having time. It's about making time. And, you know, if, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. Right. Um, rather than make excuses because trust me, that was me for the majority of my life. So, you know, when I'm tired, um, you know, had a long day, uh, oh, I don't have time to run. No, 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 no. You have time, you gotta make it, you know, just make it happen. Right. And like you said, man, when I look on and see posts of some of the stuff that, you know, our, our teammates are doing, I'm thinking, man, my stuff is small compared to theirs. <laughs> Yeah, and they're making it happen. Get up and make it happen too. So yeah, Jeff, I love this conversation. I'm really excited for this podcast to air. And honestly, it's probably going to go out. I would say in two weeks. So when people are listening to this, it's probably going to be actually close to Christmas time and close to your 10k day. So we'll yeah. probably be having some posts come out about that. But I'm really excited. Out of curiosity, and it's okay if you say no, I know you haven't shared much on your social media as far as mm -hmm. your journey. You've shared here and there, but if people did want to reach out and connect or ask questions, would that be okay with you? Absolutely. Um, okay, and so Absolutely. Um, you do have Facebook, mm -hmm. and it's Jeff Donaldson. And um, if you wanted to just reach out or you know give him a shout out or say congratulations or whatever it is, like I think it would be awesome because he has been, um, quite the leader for a lot of our people who are starting, who have started new and, and has been there to guide them and say like, look, you can do this. Like I did this, let me show you how I did it. And so um, if you feel like you need that and if you wanted to just give them a shout out, I think that would be awesome, but. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Yeah, I Jeff. would welcome it. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm glad we finally got a, a chance to make this happen. Yes, me too. So again, around Christmas time, look for it because it's coming out and we'll also be celebrating your 10K. Rock on. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.